Hey guys, Buddy the Eldest here. I chose the topic this week, and I tend to wax philosophical. So this week we talk a lot about reality and perspectives, specifically objective reality. Uh, we dip into religion and spirituality as well, and a little bit of science. Enjoy the conversation, and make sure to stay for the second half, where we make sure the horse is good, dead, and beat. Welcome. Here you'll find three very different brothers learning to discuss and disagree without losing their cool. Well, most of the time. You've got CJ, the youngest. There is an objective reality is where a moral compass comes from. Buddy, the oldest. We're, we're always looking to the edges of our understanding, and we have to have something to hold on to. And, of course, there's cold. But you're also not experiencing any of the realities by doing it. Each episode, one brother chooses the topic and drives the conversation. After that, it's all about the ride. This is... Shotgun no battle. Shotgun no battle. All right, guys. I was told to start this off with some energy, so. <laughs> I'm Buddy. Welcome to Shotgun no battle. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the eldest. I'm and for the best. Colton. I'm the youngest. Wait. <laughs> I'm the middle child. Nice. I'm CJ, and I'm the youngest! Woohoo! Can I get you to talk like that every time? No, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. I'd I'd be so tired. (laughs) All right, guys. Today, I have a question for you. Wait, so where are we? Are we, are we, is this, are we starting over? Um, no, I feel I can, yeah, pretty good. I yeah, we're good. I can, I can find a, uh, a bantery moment. I feel so whiny. The beginning yeah <laughs> yeah you're a little whiny Colton. you should <laughs> all right all right well uh so guys uh how confident are you that your perception of reality is reality uh i am confident that my perception of my reality is reality as far as i know it uh, but not as far as like a one reality for all Okay, so you um, say thumbs down to objective reality, the same for everyone, and you say thumbs. You could and you put the caveat that it's your well, reality. yeah, thumbs thumbs down to objective reality because objectivity, by its nature, is coming from one place. So right? I hmm. oh no, subjectivity is coming from one place. Being objective is considering multiple places. Right? Is that do I have that right? No, no, it's hard to just, just, I don't know, an easy way to distinguish between the two, but objective is like, no matter what the perspective is, this is the truth. And subjective is from the perspective of the observer. Okay, so I do not think there's an objective reality okay. that exists. Hmm. Okay. What, what, I, what about you, CJ? I, yeah, no, I disagree with that. I, I've actually talked to friends hmm. about this before. I... I believe that that perspectives change, but reality is reality. So, uh, you know, the way that we see reality is different and like we're right and wrong. Uh, and we might have like you, you can fully comprehend and understand like two percent of what reality actually is. But like facts are facts. Things are like the things in reality are what they are. The way we perceive them is different. Yeah. 
this is this is perfect and we're going to come back to that the way we perceive them is different okay okay well but let me let me put this out there let's 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 we have a cup on the table uh and i you know n normally you'd you'd feel the cup and look at it and be like there is a cup on the table uh and so we would call that objective reality and that's what you're talking about right like Anyone would agree there's a cup on the table, normal yes. humans. And so yeah. you're like, okay, that's what we're talking about. There's definitely a cup on the table. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and it might be like, yeah, there's a cup on the table. And someone else would be like, no, there's a mug on the table. And the way, you know, definitions may change per person. But the reality is that there is something that we call a cup or you call a mug on the table. The re that's the reality. Okay. Now, now here's the important part, um, and, and I think it's easiest visually to describe it. Um, imagine that you there's there's you, and and then there's the cup. You're looking at the cup. So there's a cup objectively in reality, and as a result of that cup, you're looking at it and you perceive it. Therefore, so you perceive it because the cup is there, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what I want to point out is that it's actually the other way around. You perceive it, and therefore, in your reality, the cup is there. The fact that multiple people do the same thing doesn't reverse the order. But instead of just you perceiving it, therefore, it existing, you've got 7 billion people perceiving it. It's still Into 7 billion perceiving it, and therefore it exists. You can't arbitrarily just say, no, it's definitely there, just because there's more people who create it in their own reality. So the what, same you're way. Saying, buddy, what you're saying, buddy, is that um, a tree, a felled tree, when no one is around, does still make a sound. I'm saying that it doesn't matter. Or you're saying that it doesn't make a sound. No, I'm saying that I don't know whether or not it makes a sound and it doesn't matter. And that's the point. And, and that's, that comes back to the question, CJ, that's been ir not irking me, delighting me for, for a while now. Uh, is, does it matter whether or not the story is true? Cause like, okay, let, let's, let me, let me do this. Let me change the, so that I can try to better understand your analogy and what you're trying to say here mm -hmm. i'm going to change the cup on the table to a a log in a pasture <laughs> so if i look at that log I, that log only exists because i'm perceiving it to be there is that what you're telling me i i personally prefer uh meadows so log in a meadow can you just say that question again <laughs> if i perceive a log in a meadow <laughs> what? Does, no, that was great. Does, that was great. Is the existence of that log dependent upon my perception of the log? Is that what you're saying? Because no, it seems really no, weird. No, I'm saying it doesn't matter whether or not the log actually exists. What matter is you experience is that we are it perceiving it does exist. Got and it. okay. it's important to, I, well, I think it's useful to recognize that the only thing that exists is what I create through my senses. Sure. Yeah. So no. you recognize it as what it is because you learned at some point in your life that that's what it was. 
by somebody or some experience that you had, right? And so from then on, you build upon that uh, over time and then you recognize it as a log because that's the last thing that exactly the last time you experienced it from the moment. Okay. Okay. Hold on. So I'm ready to rumble. Okay. There are, (laughs) there are, I'm thinking, I'm thinking what I'm going to say is, buddy, when I disagree with you, it nearly always comes down to consequences to have this perception. Like everything you're looking at me funny. So I'm going to respond to that and say, when we, (laughs) when we, uh, butt heads, it's usually because I am like, no, you can't think that way because it removes the idea of consequences. It removes the idea Mm. of accountability. And I think this falls into that. Hang on, hang on. Okay. No, no, go ahead. In that, um, it gives, it gives an excuse to not think, to not, to, to, to say that reality doesn't exist. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me because it's like. It, it's like, yeah, reality that my, it's my perception of it, but it's not necessarily their perception of it. So they're wrong. I'm right. You know what I mean? It's, like it's, it does, it's, or their, their I see what you're saying. Reflection of reality doesn't matter to me. I understand. I understand what you're saying. And you're what you're, what you're, uh, I believe if I'm interpreting this correctly, what you're feeling is a little bit of dauntingness, a little bit of intimidation at the openness of the perspective. You're right. It opens it up to it opens reality up to everything. If I make up my own reality, I can make up a reality where I don't have to have consequences for anything. There is no morality. I can do anything, and it doesn't matter if I so choose. And that is scary because it does absolve anyone of their own personal moral responsibility if they so choose. But it doesn't get rid of consequences. Still, it doesn't Sage. get. I mean, consequences right, still right. happen as mm-hmm. a result of how he's living his life. Right. For whoever he he is. Right. Yeah, and, um, and, and but another reality point, doesn't exist, so consequences wouldn't exist. They're only consequences on. if they view it that way. <clears throat> what? True. It's it still matters because our experience still exists. I'm not arguing that reality doesn't exist. I am arguing that I don't know whether or not objective reality exists. I can't know that. Oh. And it doesn't matter whether or not objective reality exists. All that exists is my experience, and that experience is all I have, and it therefore matters to me very much. Therefore, my understanding in this world of cause and effect is very much going to play into how I make my decisions. Okay. So there is plenty of space for, you know, recognizing that my reality is constructed and made up by me. And that's all I can oh. have. And, there, and there's okay. plenty of space for morality, spirituality, and, um, you know, like accountability, I'm going to say. Fault okay, and so blame under- kind of go out, go away, but accountability stays and is strong. Okay, so so understanding... Uh- I mean, reality, I, so reality and perspective are interchangeable in my head in this context. Totally. And the benefit, like the, like reality in my head, reality is reality. It is a thing. It is solidified my perspective of reality. And the reason it has to be that way in my head 
is because I guess of my, of my religion and belief in God, right? It has to, the, the, the facts, a thing, the reality of how something is legitimately in the space has to be solidified in the way that I view it. The, my perspective on it is the, is the thing that is ever changing because if there is no constants, then there's almost no purpose. It's hard for me to imagine right. a purpose right. if there's no le- like solidified way of everything being. Totally. Like, is a purpose really a purpose if you're the one who made it up in the first place? Totally. Y- you, okay. Yeah. Colton, do and, you have anything? And daunting, and you saying that it's daunting, and that's why I'm feeling some resist- resistance mentally. Intimidating. Is, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's intimidating. Is that... That I might be it. it. I don't know. I do, it just doesn't. I'm going to take a little stab and say it's the it's the recoiling against. Uh, I, this is incomprehensible. This really snotty. I'm going to say it's a higher level of accountability. Did you say snotty? Yes. Snotty. Did you mean snobby? Or is uh, snotty a word? I think he meant snobby. Snotty's a word. Sure. Snotty is like, uh, they're very similar. Hang on. Wait a second. Define. Because <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Snotty. Snotty. Full or covered with nasal mucus. Yeah, like something is snotty. Sure. Totally. But... Number two, it's having or, having or showing a superior or conceited attitude. Booyah. Oh, so snobby and snotty are very similar. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That is, uh, that is strange. Anyway. Um... So what's snotty? D? D? So Snobby. there is <laughs> there is an increased and, and I'm not saying this is better or worse in any way. I'm just saying that what I what I've experienced, what I first experienced when I began to believe that there is no Mormon God, and that therefore ooh, the whole foundation of my life was a bit crumbly. Um <clears throat> Uh, there was an increased sense of responsibility, accountability over the way that my life turned out. Got it. So you're saying let's uh, let's just make sure that people understand okay. that a Mormon God is not a thing. It's it's God as Mormons believe him to be. That's like a Mormon I mean. that's God. What I, that's what I yeah, mean yeah. by Mormon. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you don't like Mormon the, God. The sounds Mormon. like there's like it's if you're going like to say a Mormon like God, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to say the so Mormon if, God. So if someone if someone's like a Greek God, and I'm Greek and I believe in Zeus, will be like, wait a second, the Greek God? No, it's the God. It's God it's as the, the God. Greeks believe him to be. Well, it's, sir. it's it, just God. I mean, it's God. It's God as Christianity see like. It it is yeah it is different it's got to be different right the the Maybe Mormon not. God is is unique in the world so talking about uh, reality it makes Did me you... think about simulation theory and religion pretty much having all of the same core oh, dude. underlying values bravo right bravo. so I don't know I, I'm on the fence between either simulation theory being just as probable as um, a, a deity creating the earth, right? Because that's essentially what it, it is, is if a, if a god created earth and, and created humans and put a, plants and animals on the earth and all this stuff, he's running a simulation. 
so it's it's very similar, right? It also totally. could be that we are not in a simulation. There is no God, and we are simply all energy, and we all take different forms and and are dependent upon each other uh, to interact with the world around us, uh, depending upon the form of energy we're taking. Right? Totally. Yeah. So could be once that energy is used and the vessel by which that energy has been uh, created and expended from expires and dies, that energy may transfer back into the earth in various different manners and then just get recycled. Like so many different things could be possible, but I think religion and simulation theory are pretty close cousins as far as the mysteries of the universe go. Well, they both get at, they both scratch uh, what CJ was getting at earlier um, that I wanted to get to. And that is that we, I think my theory is that this is a result of our uh, intelligence uh, that we, we must have something to hold onto uh, because of our intelligence. We're always, we're always looking out and trying to find meaning like to no limits. Whenever we find a limit to what we can understand, we make we something up through it. Yeah. yeah. And there's limits everywhere. So like, small how small can you go we can go to an atom well we wanted to look farther what did we find more stuff there's like leptons <laughs> and shit tons and you know yeah. proteinos i don't know but um and we're still wondering like what's beyond that well there's a question mark we don't know we don't know what those things are made of right now i think that one of the prevailing theories is string theory but it is freaking far out there we don't know question mark let's go bigger there's an observable universe. There are places. So, and there's an unobservable universe. There's an unobservable universe. How far does it go? We don't know. Question mark. We're seeking and we want to know. Time-wise, before we were born, question mark. Enter religion. After we die, question mark. We don't know. Making stories up. Um, what else is there? We're, we're always looking to the edges of our understanding and we have to have something to hold on to. And I think that's where we all agree that there's a quote unquote objective reality, CJ, like you were saying, that we all just have different perspectives on. Um, and I'm just throwing out there that maybe there's just 7 billion different perspectives right. and where they share, a co where they share common ground. Reality. That's what we call yeah. objective reality. Yeah. Hmm. I think we've baked CJ's noodle. <laughs> and none of this, the, the fun part is none of this invalidates right. a religious system. Like, I'm not. I so, mean, if you believe that not, that religion this, this is, is the one true word, that's, that's it, where it, it does. It does invalidate it. Um, but uh, hang on. Okay. Okay. So if. It, it does contradict, seemingly, yeah, it contradicts the idea that, no, I have a God, and he really does exist in objective reality, and he knows all yes. of objective reality. Well, and so no, it doesn't necessarily even contradict that, um, because that still could be that's objective true. reality. Yeah, that's true. That is, yeah, it's, it's also saying that is, oh, that's, that is true. Yeah, it could be. Congrats, yeah, okay, yeah. And it's like... I just the, the to... framing of this highlights like the worst parts of religion, uh, which is the pompous idea 
just the the just underline bold and italicize and expand the word pompous in this sentence. The pompous idea <laughs> that we found it. That that right. that what reality actually is oh, is like oh totally no I got it and you got yeah, it wrong well and I have it yeah. and you don't which and is that's the case somewhat, with any religion that's the case of like most religions yeah it's not the case with any religion no yeah I I don't know about, I don't know about most but many but many and mine it, it 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 is and yours and and mine of heritage my my religion of heritage which I'm proud of um. I learned that 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 is a feature of cults as well. Sure. So I'm not saying the Mormon Church is a cult. It is a little culty, and that is one of the main ways in which sure. it is a little culty, in that it brings these people together, creates a common enemy, and then says we are the sure. special ones. I, we I are argue the that elite. culturally, it's more culty than doctrinally. Um. Because the because uh, doctrinally the okay. understanding is that truth is found absolutely everywhere. totally yep right and and the totally. fullness of that truth is found yeah, yeah. within the gospel of Jesus Christ and it's not even yep. it's not even the gospel as uh, the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints knows it you know we it's that uh, there is a continual restoration of the full truth which you could argue would be the full reality it's a restoration of it and we don't even have all of it yet. It is this understanding that uh, as we learn and grow as a society and as a church and as an organization and as followers of God, that uh, more and more of reality is revealed to us, right? So where where I'm having mm. the hardest mm -hmm. time saying that uh, that uh, it, reality almost doesn't matter Um pretty much the what I'm having an issue with everything that you've said is that, uh, I don't know why this conversation matters. Oh, good, good question. You could um, totally be right. I like no question. Uh, doesn't benefit my life. This is a, this is a place. This is a place in my philosophical mm. meanderings. You guys are hanging out with me in this little philosophical meadow where there may or may not be a log that Colton pointed out. But yeah, we're just chilling in like, as I think about reality and perception and uh, th this is like, and, and religion sure. and spirituality as well. Kind of, these are some, some of my thoughts about it. Um, I have found that uh, adopting a perspective that we each make up our own realities uh, really assists me with uh, mm. compassion and understanding and patience and not judging. I think that's the big part is, is, is not judging not only other people and not only just not judging ourselves, but just not casting. I mean, we, as, as a matter of existence, our perception is we're casting meaning on things. Um, that that's like our experience, right? But but it helps me not cast unnecessary meaning on Being things. Like Mondays, am I right? Of the judgments that your subconscious is making. Yes, exactly. So, so um, I agree that all of that is very, very good. I disagree that we have to challenge the reality of reality to get there. 
we have to we have to challenge the idea of our perspective on reality, but I don't think that reality has to be subjective to get there. So I'm not challenging the idea of objective reality. I'm challenging the idea that it matters or yeah, if that it's it subjective or objective, it could be it could be there. Yeah, it could be there. No, well, no, if objective Got reality it. exists at all. I'm cha- not challenging the idea of its existence. I'm challenging the idea of whether or not it should affect my decisions day to day at all. Because my experience I mean, is my experience. I would, and the stories I tell myself, I, would I will say tell you gotta myself. ask yourself like how much you want to be made aware of outside of your own reality, uh, by which you can then make decisions for yourself if you choose to do that, right? Because it seems like objective reality. Well, hang on, hang on. How hang on, hang on. How can you possibly access anything outside of your own reality uh engaging the, the invitation well, of new experiences engaging with new people becomes your reality. Part of your reality so you invite it into your reality yes. by actively right. seeking you can never... to interact with others realities i just want to make it an important uh point that we're not talking about reality as in what i choose to believe we're talking about reality as in everything I experience. My yeah. experience is my reality. So you can't ever access access anything outside of your I think what Colton is reality. saying is the importance of uh of expanding, expanding. that reality. Right? Because you can, you know, it's one of the reasons I okay, moved to LA totally. is that I wanted to expand my reality because Utah could only offer me so mm-hmm. much reality. I don't I don't it's I I, I mean uh, you grew up there your whole life. So that had it offered a lot of stuff and you were looking for something that could offer you different things. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reason it, the reason it helps, um, is because with compassion and non judgment and understanding and patience, it is that, um, if there is an objective reality, then it's possible for another person to just be flat outright, completely wrong. Yeah. I, and but if it's like you know what they could completely believe no, this. It's a lot. Yeah, but to have you, but but the idea that so it's as though you are implying that if somebody does believe in in, in an objective reality, that it's more difficult for them to have compassion. Uh I I, I hmm. Well, you took that in a direction. I was not expecting. So I'm not saying that, but let me let me think about whether or not. And, the, and I would say that's fairly accurate. Um, and the reason I the reason I challenge that is I mean it makes um I do believe there's an objective reality. You're using reality as if it's perspective. It is. But that's, that's exactly what I'm, what I'm it, saying. But if there is an objective <laughs> reality, then okay. they're not the same thing. How about this? Let's let's say an objective right, reality okay, so, can be defined yeah. as everything in the universe as it is. Well, but but see the words as it is, that's that's where the the whole statement becomes useless because no because one no one can't possibly agree on, could know. We can't agree on what that means. Okay, so totally. so we if you're trying to as it is. frame the entirety of the universe and uh, and snapshot any given state of what objective reality is from one perspective, you're never going to do it. 
So you have to remove that perspective right. and, and just simply know that everything that is right now is reality. Like everything that in the universe as it is now, that could be objective reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I believe there's an objective reality. Am I totally right? In my, in, in my understanding of what that reality is freaking, I have no idea. I have no clue, but I believe that there, the reality is the way things are period. Um, and so, Hmm. and so my perspective on it is different. So my compassion comes from this understanding that everybody has their own life experiences and their perspective on what reality is, is shaped by that, by what they've experienced. So I have compassion and understanding and a lack of judgment because I have no idea what they've experienced, but reality is what reality is. Right. Totally, totally. And I'm not trying to stab on your, you know, ability for compassion or anything. I'm just saying like, it's, it's made it easier for me is all I'm saying. But what, but what, what I'm saying Um, is, okay. So the reason that I'm challenging this so much is because I am of the belief that thinking that there is an objective reality is where a moral compass comes from. And you can claim that a moral compass comes from um, evolution ah. and not wanting to be oh, okay. pushed out of the tribe. But I think that that's like survival. That's, that's not an actual moral compass. You're letting other people I... determine what you stand for. Okay. Well, wait, you're, who's letting other people determine what you stand for? If you if you be, if you believe that your moral compass is based on evolution and like I will and won't do certain things because I've been taught that I gotcha. should or shouldn't because I'll get pushed out of the tribe evolutionarily, even though that doesn't totally <laughs> apply now. It's you're you're basing all of your decisions minute, and all of the and understanding of consequences based on evolution thus what other what the okay, tribe got thinks to point of. out you can totally get okay so yeah just yeah. sloughing off slough <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah yeah you're Sluff- right yeah you oh yeah you totally get sloughing off responsibility what i'm getting from this cj is that you're like wait a second it just sounds like you're trying to slough off responsibility for your actions because they're just a result of like evolution and the way things turned out blah 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 uh what i'm trying to say is that's the thank you for making me summarize this um what i'm trying to say is i believe that happiness and satisfaction to their umph 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 most degree come from having a solidified moral moral compass and values that you live your life by and that you can't get to that without thinking without believing in an objective reality. Nah, I don't know if that's true. See, Hold on. Yeah. So hang on. I'm just going to immediately go like CJ. Thank you for pointing out a couple of the beautiful architecturally sound structures in your reality. They do make sense <laughs> in the reality that you've created. I, but yeah, ultimately I do disagree with that last part that you were just, you questioned at the end that it relies, that any part of it relies on the existence of an actual objective reality that is the same for everyone. I'm so, I, I'm, I'm, I don't understand. I, so I agree there, there is, there was a little red flag that was like, CJ, that's not true. And then I'm like, okay, inner CJ, why isn't it true? And inner CJ is like, I'm not sure, but I don't feel like it is. 
And now I don't know where to go because I feel like it is true, but also that it's not. So do you remember that one conversation we had at Colton's one time about the bowl? It's kind of the same thing. What was it regarding? And I was saying like, there's no, it was regarding like having an ultimate authority for the way things are essentially. So like we were talking about the priesthood versus, you know, Mm -hmm. like if it was ever the priesthood authority versus my personal revelation, who would win, you know, what would would win out? Yeah. 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 But, but it's a similar idea. Anyway, Colton, I, uh, um, I'm wondering what we're talking Sorry. about objective <laughs> realities for, uh, like, uh, like what it seems like there's, it seems like we've Again, curated this goddamn meadow and you're going to enjoy yourself. something <laughs> to just disagree on, even though we don't know what we're disagreeing on. I, for whether from, it matters from my reality, reality, what I'm saying is, uh, does it matter to have the belief that we have an objective reality or not i think it's important to uh, for everybody individually as they exist and live life and learn and grow have to have a foundation of some sort by which they can build themselves upon and that foundation has got to be the the objective reality like uh that that's it doesn't have to be that way, though. Why does it have to be that way? Why do we have to have something to hold on to, something permanent and eternal and fixed and never going to change and always we're reliable? Because we're all part we have that of need. the same system, regardless of how we define or perceive that system to be. We're all a part of the same something. And so yeah, I agree the with that. Desire to understand what that is is going to be in all of us. So, yep. So, what I guess what you're proposing, Bud, is that there is no system. What I'm proposing is that uh, filling, scratching that itch to know what eternity is in space or time or ideas. Uh, results in putting something there and putting something there closes off anything else that contradicts it and has a lot of implications on our our reality here. So like if we, if we put, Oh, I don't know what happens after I die. I don't know where the universe goes. I don't know what atoms are made of. Oh, there's a God. He knows all that. We're safe. We're good. Here's what to do. Okay. No more quite. You don't have to wonder about this stuff because check it out. I got revelation, baby. Okay, but but uh, but can't you say? You said that when you put something there, it shuts everything off. But but can't everything that contradicts it? Everything that contradicts it. But so to so to say uh, to put something there and say I don't know what it is, but I know something is there. Does that have the same effect? Oh, good question. So yeah, I guess in terms of how much it closes off other things. Saying I've, I know there's something there, but I don't know what it is, is infinitely more open than most omnipotent beings. Wait a in second, but we've, today. but we've talked about this in the past, right? This idea, and you just kind of trashed on it, which is the idea of revelation. So the idea of revelation, I being, did, I did sense when I was doing that, like this is a, there's nothing wrong with revelation. Revelation is great. I believe it's important. Personal spiritual experiences are important. But, Sorry. but what so you, I did but not what, need to trash on revelation. But what you're saying is if there is a sort, if you believe there is a source of that revelation, then it closes you off 
to other anything that contradicts it. Uh, I said that if you try and fill an unknown vastness of unknowable space with a story or with something, you're then saying that nothing else. So anyone else that tries to fill that space with something else, if it contradicts what you filled it in with, that's a, you know that, that so, that's buddy, when you run into yeah. issues. So it sounds so, like you're you want to you think that if I take experiences as as they come in my life and I experience them and then let them pass through my mind without any further considerations uh once the experience has yeah. been had i will be better off because my mind will remain open to all possibilities yeah you it sounds like you're utilize your experiences saying, I, if you try if you hang try on, and make on. sense of your reality you're closing yourself off then you're closing to all the other realities off. you could be experiencing to anything else uh, okay that and, but you're also not experiencing any of the realities by doing that okay because you're in, you're not making a decision you're not acting on your experiences you're just kind of floating down the river being like this is gravy okay so colton i have not addressed or i don't I, to my knowledge we haven't been talking about like or no you're kind of going back to the whole like it doesn't matter so why not just float sort of thing we did already talk about like I'm, a sense I'm asking of accountability. You, yeah, it seems like what you're saying is if you take your experiences and experience them, but then don't reflect upon them in the past, you just let them pass through you and don't concretely decide or learn anything because you would close yourself off to oh. anything that opposes what you have oh. learned or decided based on that experience. You're, what it sounds like you're saying is let the experiences pass through you and don't build upon them. And I don't think that's a good idea. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm only talking I'm t okay, so ultimately, yeah, we're making everything up. I do hold that as I you know, I have a conviction that yeah, this whole experience is made up by our brains, right? So ultimately, yeah. Um but I'm primarily I was addressing like the unknown space of like after we die beyond the observable universe, those places where like we don't know what's going on. So we make up a story like like a Zeus, uh, or we're on so a So what's your back. story? What, what do you think happens, uh, or is that your point? You don't have any idea and couldn't couldn't ding, even ding, ding, ding. propose something. And, exactly. And, and so what you're saying is, in that in that state of mind, you're good, you're comfortable because you know or feel like there's no way you can ever know, and so. Just live your life based on your morals and principles and be happy type of thing and you'll be good, right? Is that kind of where you're coming from? Uh, second part, yeah. Be happy, live your life. First part, comfortable, no. No, I'm terrified of death. Uh, but I think it's oh. a worthy I – th I hold it as an ideal to, as they say, die before you die, um, which means like disidentify from your career, your money, your relationships, your body, your mind. Um, before you physically die, because when you physically die, it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing any of us can do about that. I mean, and th that was an interesting. Uh, well, I mean, we can speed we'll, up the process if we we'll want. Get, we'll but... get to that topic. <laughs> CJ, Siege. you look like. <laughs> what are you? He's like, I just, don't even know. Is this I don't even know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm trying to, uh, yeah, I'm just like staring off into space. Um, or as I re- perceive space. Um, I, <laughs> true. I am trying to understand, like I get, I think, I mean, I think I, I get what you're saying, uh, and it can totally be true. I just don't know why it matters. That's why I keep getting stuck there. This idea. So great, bud. The, the, uh, the reality is only what we perceive it to be, right? Like we are just, we are just creations of our own perspective, uh, um, period. And I, and it, 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 it seems that the purpose is merely to, it can do two things, right? It can discredit anybody who does believe in an objective reality and it can help you find merit in any and all ways of thinking and believing. Right. So those are two very kind of different things, but like, it it just seems that the outcome of this belief is uh is just just sad and oh wow okay hang on hang on yeah and that's where i think that's where that that, could be a happy thing back to the intimidation yeah what could be a happy thing so so i see once you uh, if and when you ever come to this uh, idea for yourself and adopt the mentality that there is no objective reality, as Buddy seemingly has done, very well could be inspiring uh, to live the best life that you can, kind of like I was mentioning earlier, right? So it could be a good thing, but it feels like it's left you feeling empty. No, the, the, so my mind jumps to it can be inspiring because it's freeing. In that, mm. nothing matters anymore. No, 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 no. There's the jump that is ignorant. Ignorant. I don't mean ignorance is a bad thing. I just mean you don't understand. Uh, things mattering is a completely separate issue. Things no, will matter. What I, what, I, what I mean is that. Uh, what I mean. Okay, okay, that's fair. What I mean by matter is uh, that there Eternal- is a a larger purpose other than your own perspective. Ah, eternal life. I think that's the key right there. That's, I think siege where you believe that exists and find it in religion. It's not, it's not even eternal life. Okay. Let's, let's shrink it down. A purpose, life's purpose, life's meaning. The, the understanding that like, I feel like the dangerous version of this perspective is, I do things that only affect my perspective and don't consider how can they, they can ripple into other people's perspectives, right? That's the, that's the, the danger of, of it. I would think it's like, okay. it's like villains. Let, let me be clear about something. I believe that people in Africa exist right now. In fact, I would say it's important to me to believe that people in Africa exist right now, because if someone were to be like, I'll give you a million dollars if you let me drop this nuke on Africa, there's nobody there, I promise. I'm not going to believe them and say yes. I'm like, no, there's there's probably people in Africa. I don't want them to die. Sure. Even though I don't have personal experience with them. But, and because I have a human ability for compassion, I do want them to be happy, generally speaking. So like, if I take an action that's going to harm them directly, you know, like there's some indirect stuff, like maybe I buy some clothes, maybe I buy an iPhone or something, you know, but direct harm, like I want to avoid that. 
Okay. So, so you're arguing that your perspective is such that yes, the ripple, the ripple effects can be felt and you understand. Yeah. All these things that you're, that it feels like you're trying to be like, this is objective reality, this is, but it's all actually, you're just describing additional frontiers of a personal reality. Yeah. Or the people's realities that you are talking about. Yeah. Or at least the acknowledgement of other realities that people may have that you don't know, but that's part of your reality is the acknowledgement of other people's realities. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, ah, man, (laughs) uh, Colton, you look so pensive. I, uh, I'm thinking about objective reality and how we still haven't really defined it, but um, I'm enjoying the conversation. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Well, yeah. Cause so, um, here's where I, here's, here's another, another barrier. My reality is that, uh, I have, I have benefited from specific perspectives within my, my own reality and living my life by them. And I see others who their reality is different. So they lived their life in different ways. And, uh, what I value, and I think I share those values with a lot of people. Um, I, I gain more of what I value based off of the experiences from that I have had. So, oh man, it's so hard to navigate this without saying absolutes relayed to you indirectly. Um, right. Like the experiences of others relayed to you, you take as well as your experiences, but indirectly. No, no, no. Uh, Yeah. I see what you're saying, Colton. Yes, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um, it's, I can't, it's so hard to talk about it without saying the absolutes. Well, yeah, our our language is very limited. Yeah. Cause it's like Um, everything that I'm saying is from my reality. So like, exactly. So like, how do I articulate? I can't articulate anybody else's reality. That's that's an an important thing to to note. I I think it's an assumption for the listener, whoever's listening to someone talk uh, that they have to make that. Their, what they're saying the, is only one is only their of, reality. Okay, then yeah. I'm just then I'm just going to say it as I perceive it. Yeah, yeah I believe okay. a the decisions that I make on my life are based on my beliefs of a. Somebody else believes b. The decisions they make in their lives are based off their their belief of b. Externally, from my perspective. Uh, there are more things going right in my life based off of this decisions that I make off of B than the, uh, than this other person who makes their decision off of B. Sorry. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I, we got you. Yeah. We got okay. You. you got me. So when you compare the two. Yeah. So, um, this has happened consistently enough in my life that it, that, uh, that the idea that it's just like, I'm just like lucky on because I'm because of my experiences. You know, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I, that like, I feel I feel like you're kind of beating around the bush a little bit. You're talking about like um, you're making a making a connection between, uh, I guess, belief system as you see it, and and 
and and actions in life. Yes, yeah, so uh, it sounds like you're attributing that and results. You know, in terms of yeah. like relationships, money, success, happiness, yes. all uh-huh. that stuff. Uh, so you're making that connection, and then also, and a little bit, you know, we're talking about Mormonism slash Christianity and atheism slash agnosticism. Is yeah, that pretty so, accurate? Um, frankly, to be <laughs> to be the uh, the pompous, underlined, bold, and italicized version okay. of myself. Um, what I, I'm not talking about atheism or agnosticism. I'm talking about any religion. Um, Ooh, and, and, um, and, uh, it seems that when people make decisions based off of the truths in their lives that align with the truths of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that more happiness and satisfaction come to them than, than decisions made in contrary to those things. And I, there are so many examples in my life that it's really hard for me to ignore. Um, and so, and so I, and that is my reality. I understand, but, uh, you know, science is a thing. And, you know, if, if there's enough evidence, that's where it's, that's where I lose it. Like to, to think that it's not based off of an objective reality means that like, I just freaking nailed it uh, based on my experience. Like, like I'm my, my reality is I'm just lucky that my reality is what it is. Totally. I totally see where you're coming from. I empathize. I understand. I think, um, you believe that you've got the best set of instructions. Basically you want everyone to have your set of instructions, your particular structure of belief doctrine. And I'm talking like doctrinally. Yeah. So, right. and yeah. And, and, let, and you want everyone to have it. And, and you've seen a pattern in terms of evidence, like life evidence that this does work the best. Yes. Let me clarify. Let, yeah. Let me clarify that. I feel like I have the, the, the best set of instructions, not the perfect set of instructions. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. The, the, also the one sanctioned divinely sanctioned set of instructions. Am I right? Uh, um, I mean the one true I church. Get, Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. It's the, added, I'm not poo pooing on it at all. Well, but but I want to make sure that what's implied here is correct. In that, okay, it's it is the 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 yeah. I believe that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints is the church with the uh, the 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 most truth. There are truths everywhere. There are truths in every other church. Uh, totally. and there, there are lists of instructions that every church has that are really, really good, <laughs> but within, yeah. but, but within the, the, as far as the best and, uh, what will lead to the most happiness and satisfaction in life, uh, comes from, yeah, the, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as in the doctrine mm-hmm. and not the culture want to make sure that's very, very, very yeah. known. Right, yeah, because a lot of the issues, especially like conflict with, uh, I'm going to say, popular culture, comes from the culture, not totally. the doctrine. Yes, yes. Yeah, so we all get our uh, moral compass uh, developed over time based on our experiences, and our experiences come from different places, right? So there are a lot of values and uh, principles that the church, growing up in the church, myself, instilled in me. 
And there are also a lot of values and principles that were instilled in me as I lived my life after having left the church. And those just came from different places, right? And I, will, I would point out one major area I've learned uh, for myself uh, that I derive good values from and learn from our relationships that I develop. Totally. And so it's like I transitioned in my, in my mind, looking back, I transitioned <clears throat> from believing in the church uh, to give me hope and guidance uh, throughout life to believing in um, a love that I had for somebody and, and learning from her and her, she, because she was a different person than I was. She was better at a lot of things in a lot of ways that I was able to catch on to and learn from. And uh, she was able to do the same from me, right? So relationships, I feel like, are a really good indicator or source uh, of, for somebody to learn good principles from and bad principles from, honestly, to learn what, what they're good with, what aligns with them, and what, what doesn't. And I have seen that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thank you, Colton. LDS Faith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, indeed, focuses on relationships with family, and so it's it's just something. It's just one for me. It's one way of doing something, uh, and that underlying something that they're doing happens to be a really positive uh, influence on people. What's going on here, bud? <laughs> oh, sorry. Buddy, buddy's camera is facing the ceiling all of a sudden. <laughs> I was, I was looking, I was looking something up. Um, yeah. So yeah. What were you looking up? Go ahead, bud. I, I, I mean, I always have more to say because that's, uh, that's me, but go ahead. Colton, I want you to know that I was also listening. Indeed. Um, you can listen again. <laughs> wonderful. So I wanted to go back to what, uh, the idea of science. Uh, I feel like Colton or uh, CJ, you held up. There is science. You held that up as kind of evidence of an objective reality. And yeah, right. There go, has to be. I don't understand. It makes sense. I totally agree. I'm just going to bring something up a little parallel um, on the cutting edge of science itself. My friend that, that kind of illustrates, I think, uh, the uncertainty that I'm talking about in terms of uncertainty about objective reality. So <clears throat> with science, you have a bunch of people, you know how I was saying like oh, 7 billion people agree. There's a cup there. Science, the cup is actually there. Bing. Sure. Okay. So if we have a bunch of scientists and that's the system, an integral part of the system is peer review. A bunch of people have to agree before we're like, okay, that's probably a, a, a thing. This theory gets stronger and stronger. The more people that can agree. Yes. I've seen it too. Got it. Yes, this makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. Theories turn into laws and facts. Um, so uh, brain research, the way our brains work, consciousness, wonderful, wonderful frontier of discovery and experience and science and philosophy. Um, th there was this guy. Uh, so Lex Friedman, shout out to Lex Friedman, his uh, YouTube channel and his podcast. Uh, he does just like interviews with uh, scientists athletes, uh, businessmen, lots of good stuff. Anyway, he interviewed this guy called uh, named Jeff Hawkins, who is a, a, a brain researcher. And uh, he came out with a book or like a paper with some peers called the 
the thousand brains theory of intelligence. And what they discovered essentially was that uh, after the brain gets inputs and processes like sensory inputs, um, the, the conscious executive decision outer layer part of our brain, the cortex, no, the neocortex, which is the very outer layer of the cortex, like four milli- a centimeter thick, um, is made of columns. So there's a bunch of different columns, which means the surface of our brain is covered in almost completely independent decision-making centers about the size of a grain of rice. And there are thousands of them. And basically, our decision about like, oh, this is a cup, depends on how many of those little grains of rice voted cup. Hmm. There may have been some that didn't. Uh, Think of like an optical illusion. You think you're seeing something, but then it changes. You're like, whoa, and your brain kind of goes, it's when all those different little grains of rice in your brain are suddenly all voting differently because the eyes are getting this message and the ears are getting this message. But my hands are getting this message and they all contradiction. We get an illusion or some kind of trick or some kind of, oh, what's happening? So that's like a bunch of little, they're like a bunch of little decision makers voting on what reality is. And that's what gets sent to our conscious mind. That's what our conscious mind is. Hmm. Uh, So just like the scientists agree, oh, more of us agree on this. Therefore, haha, we are sure of this. Got it. So that might not actually be true. That's just enough people are saying that it is. Right. <laughs> right. So it, in our in our brains, it's like, congratulations, you guys. You, you've made this up and you've agreed that it's true. Like, good yeah. job. Good job. Okay. Good job, guys. So so what I'm <laughs> what I'm kind of coming down to the conclusion I'm coming down to is um, the basic understanding that we make decisions based off of our own reality, whether that is perspective or actual reality, meaning if there is an actual objective reality that doesn't change based off our experiences or a subjective mm-hmm. reality, which is it changes because of our experiences. Um, we make decisions based off of our experiences and our perceptions of that reality uh, in an effort to uh, find hope and happiness and all of that. So, yeah. uh, so there is, a balance that needs to be struck in that you need to, you need to make a reality for yourself. You need to understand that there are, you need to, whether you make them up for yourself or they're written in the laws of the universe, there are reasons to be a specific way. There are reasons to make decisions in, in various ways, uh, in an effort to get out of life, what you want out of life. So, Mm -hmm. My my goal in this is going to be to find the best experiences to form the best reality that I possibly can to get the most out of life that I want out of life. So um, I'm going to I'm going to read the John Green quote that I was looking for um, for so long and finally found in an article that I wrote because I couldn't find it elsewhere. Uh, on realcontender.com, quick plug. Uh, and uh, here's the John Green quote. Neither novels nor their readers benefit from attempts to divine whether any facts hide inside a story. Such efforts attack the very idea that made up stories can matter. 
which is sort of the oh. fundamental assumption of our species. Yes. Okay. I remember that now. That's so, so good. I'm going to throw this back at you, bud, and say you're, you're putting instead of novels or stories, you're saying uh, objective reality. It doesn't matter whoa, whoa, whoa. if objective. Yeah, it doesn't okay, matter no, yeah, if it's, a, well, if it's objective on. or not. I mean, so, yeah, I, I because look the, the story quote. is the same. Yeah, so neither objective reality or individuals benefit from attempts to define whether any f- facts or uh, inside of the reality. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was tried. I tried to. I and it didn't work. I tried to like switch it and just replace the words. But just of it. Just of it is what matters is the Dude. stories that we tell ourselves. That's the gist, right? Yeah, he's totally he's totally agreeing with me here. Like this is exactly what I'm saying. Hold on, foundational. Stop. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Let's stop. <laughs> I'm going to argue that uh, that it doesn't matter. So, oh man, how do I say this? It doesn't matter if uh, if reality is objective or subjective. What matters uh... is. It doesn't matter whether or not objective reality exists because subjective reality is there no matter what. That's our experience. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't matter if objective. No, subjective reality may not exist because if objective reality exists, subjective does not. Well, okay. No, because like love, you love your wife. Is that part of your reality? That's what I'm saying. That's a hundred percent subjective. Yeah, but that's 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 a that's a perspective. It's not. You're saying that's reality. not what you're talking about. You're not ta- okay. So you're talking about like physical reality. Are you yeah. saying your love for Jess is not real? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying there is it. an objective reality, and that is part of it. <laughs> okay. Wait. Sorry, that's because okay. it's a shared. It's, it's a shared. I'm just saying reality. it's also subjective because if you're experience subjective, just means you're experiencing it. It's what your perception is of Got it. whatever. Okay. 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 So yeah. it doesn't matter whether or not objective reality exists is where you were going, I think. Yeah. So what I'm saying is <laughs> I'll be, I'll just be straight up. The conversation of whether there is an objective reality doesn't matter. Right. Bingo. We finally made it. We're at the same place. Good just topic. kidding. No, it doesn't matter. No, I disagree. <laughs> um, <laughs> because... Okay, okay, okay. I was going to bring this up earlier. Okay, you got to remember though that you've, you've, I, I don't, I'm guessing you've been comfortable for a long time about your convictions or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say that. Yeah. I've been floundering for some time. So part, part of the reason why this does matter a lot to me is because it's, it's kind of a little bit like I've thought about it a lot because. Uh, I've been seeking for a while, especially lately, um, having had the foundation of my understanding of the universe and my place in it, or rather, sorry, having removed from my belief system, the foundation of my understanding of the universe and my place in it. Um, yeah, those questions have been big for me. And so that's kind of, this is kind of where I'm at right now with objective reality. Yeah. Um, and that's great. And I love you and all of that. Also, uh-huh. your reality is going to be what your reality is, whether there's an objective reality or not. So why are you thinking about this so much, bud? 
trying to figure out what he wants to do with his reality. Whoa. Wait, you know, is, is thinking about this a bad thing? Not at all. No. I feel like you I'm what I'm what you're 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 you've thought about this enough. Freaking the story so listeners, we started recording and then we realized there was an issue, so we restarted. What Buddy didn't uh did that he brought up before <laughs> was a story uh, that I told him years ago that has uh, led him down the path of thinking about this. Um, yes. So, so that story, bud, I told you, uh, let's see, that was. Hang on, just to recap real fast. The, there's a story. It's inspiring. So I tell the story. You, you hear the story. You're like, oh, that's so inspiring. And then you're told that the story isn't true and it never happened, but the lessons are still there. So the question, yeah. does it matter if the story is true? Okay. Yeah. So I told you that story in 2017. Uh, can you, have, have, will you say that you uh, have been floundering since 2017? Yes. Okay. And, and by floundering, I just mean like, uh, you know, it's, it sucks to suddenly feel like you don't know the answers to those big questions. Sure. Uh, and I'm, and I, and I, I want to be empathetic to that because yeah, if, if that was ripped out from under me, I would likely flounder as well. Uh, but my argument is that the conversation of whether there is an objective reality or not, uh, does, I don't believe should affect the way you live your life. Thus the floundering is trying, trying to decide how to live your life. So Objective reality or not, your reality is what it is. So make decisions based off of that, whether that's objective or not. Well, I think that it, it does. It, Colton, go ahead. You were going to say something. I was just going to say, uh, to your point of the story uh, not being true, being irrelevant, it seems like you're answering your own question right from the, the get-go. Yes, that's totally what I'm – yes, Colton, like, that's what I'm trying to say. You you just – you just yeah. you, you connected my two neurons that were trying to get together and were having issues. Yeah, is, you, is you're saying objective reality doesn't matter with a story on uh, lessons being taken away that were positive that ended up not being true but lessons being taken away regardless and then you're trying to – argue that objective reality does matter. So I guess I don't understand it's, what you're, yeah, where you're, it's where sort, you're trying to go. It's sort of a meta conversation. Like you're like, yeah, objective reality doesn't matter. So you spend a long time to prove this idea to yourself that objective reality, either existing or not existing doesn't matter. But by giving it the time and attention of thinking about it and bringing it up in conversation means that it does matter to you, to you. Yes. And so, oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Uh, it, okay. So first of all, something quote unquote mattering is something I make up for me, something you make up for you. So whether or not something matters, right? So um, whether or not objective reality exists. Okay. So, and then and let me also say that my level of conviction about these things is on the level of like wandering slash wondering <laughs> you know how we're like wandering in the meadow this this is like me searching around okay so totally. i'm not like this is i'm not putting a stake down this is my position philosophically or spiritually yeah this is where i'm leaning um <clears throat> and that is um that that it doesn't matter whether or not objective reality exists um and that's it so whether or not it matters that it matters whether or not objective reality exists seems Oof. like that's, I feel like what you were, you were saying 
you're, you're saying it doesn't matter whether or not objective reality exists, but we're talking about it, so it must. But we're not talking about objective... Re <laughs> we're talking about whether or not objective reality exists. We're not talking about objective reality itself. <sighs> nice. All right. Yeah. All right. So good, good, good conversation about objective reality <laughs> not mattering. Let's just go... <laughs> Yeah, like I just yeah, like so so I know that we're like losing people because we're lost at this point. Um, <laughs> I uh, I refuse. I ever disagree with what you said. We're talking about it because this is where I'm at philosophically. Yeah, not so because I suddenly just, not because it does matter to me. We show, like, well, we showed you a path. You're wandering in the forest. Hey guys, does objective reality matter or? Like, should I take one of these paths? Nah, dude, just create your own. Okay. Hey, guys. Um, do, does objective reality matter? Can I take this path? Nah, dude. Create your own. Okay. And that seems the loop we're in right now. Huh. No, I, I would just be like, in that metaphor, hey, guys, there are no paths. <laughs> perfect yeah in in which response i'm like but if there's no paths where are you going this conversation the idea of trying to decide or if things do or don't reality matter doesn't matter or not doesn't give you a direction in any way so yeah it doesn't do anything yeah. that like you're you're looking at this the, the quote that i read from john green about it doesn't matter if there are facts in this quote and then you're like, okay, cool. But is the quote a fact? That's kind of what I feel like you're doing. You're like, objective reality doesn't matter. And we're like, okay, cool. And you're like, yeah, does it matter that it doesn't matter? And it's like, no, I'm saying I'm no, that's what I'm saying. It's silly to go to ask that question. That's what I, I, I was making the point that it's silly to ask that question. Isn't that so the question that you're all... asking? No, no, I was saying that was. That's the say. That's what I think you were. That's the implication that you were making when you were saying that it does matter to me whether or not objective reality matters because we're talking about it. So no, I'm not asking that question. Is my point? Uh, I don't think anyone is. Um, the The quote from John Green. The so if you just like reorder what he said, you get. <clears throat> The, the fact, the idea that made-up stories can matter is the foundational assumption of our species. That's where I'm saying it kind of goes with what, what uh, totally. the ideas but we've been talking about. Isn't asking this question, question suggesting that made-up stories don't matter? What question? Uh, is there an objective reality? Okay. So the question, so, so the question is, is asking... If there is an objective reality suggesting that made up stories don't matter. No. Hang on. Is there an objective reality? Colton is. Oh, fed so that's up. the same. That's the same as the question. <laughs> I am so ready to go. Is the story true? Like, this whole no. conversation has been enlightening, but it's also been like, it's been, <clears throat> Yeah we haven't really gotten to any conclusion that's different from where we started. And I'm wondering why we're still spinning our wheels <laughs> on this one, <laughs> because we all seem to be in agreement that we each create our own paths based upon the actions we take. Those actions are taken based upon the unique and individual experiences that we have in life. And 
we're all part of one something. If you want to call it objective reality, great. Um, uh, but all that matters is one's individual experiences and, and, and immediate reality and the decisions that they make based on that. And that's that will it. affect everyone else's reality in the ways that it affects it, right? So we can all take control of our own lives. And that's the point, right? Uh, so I feel like you're trying to wrap it up, which is fine. We could be done really soon. Uh, CJ disagrees with a couple of things you said, and it's okay that we disagree. We're not in agreement on a lot of this. CJ believes there is an objective reality and that it matters. I believe there's not, or rather, I'm starting to think maybe there's not, and it doesn't matter. <clears throat> objective reality, that is. But so, if, but if it but, doesn't matter, why do you care? Uh, I care about reality doesn't matter. I, my experience is what matters, and that's what I care about. And, and part if you don't of, believe there's an part, objective reality, part of my experience is my relationships with other and knowledge of other people too. Great. Okay. So cool. Cool. So CJ, um, <laughs> you asked. Is the, the, is the story true? And I'm saying that's the same as... Um, <laughs> ah, shoot, now I lost it. Dang it. Yeah. It was right when you said, hey, Colton, you're so done with this. <laughs> anyway, hang on. I, I'm going to get it back. Is the story true is the same as asking, is there an objective reality? And the answer for me, my answer to both is it doesn't matter because the lessons and the experience are the same. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't cool. change the way I see anything whatsoever. Uh, but we can be okay with that. Sweet. That's the that's the point of the podcast is to uh, discuss. I don't like having not changed my perspective in any way, so I'll reflect on that and why I why I don't let this change my perspective. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm good I'm good to end here. We we've, we've uh, just like last episode. We should probably get better at not beating dead horses. But that's yep. kind of the point. Dead, though. dead horses are a thing. But we beat yeah. the horse hard last time. I mean, yeah. I like beating dead horses when we all can identify the horse. I just, I just want to point out, Colton, this is, I bet that you and I probably feel pretty similar when the other one chooses the topic. <laughs> I'm except sure for, we do. Except for tech. <laughs> except for tech. But this is like yeah. my political, my version of your uh, political stuff, and yeah. I'm just like, uh, I'm actually, I'm actively engaged in both. Excellent. Yeah. That's see. Anyway, shocking the battle. Shocking the battle. battle. Yes.